What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Journey Through Podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Rhines, and today we're just gonna hop straight into it. No intro, no fluff. I want to talk about staying in your lane, slash, and or staying the course. So raise your hand if you have an issue with <laughs> focusing on you. I just raised my hand. And I know some of us do as well. Um, and when I say focusing on yourself, I mean, believing that you are capable and not comparing yourself and believing that the dreams and the talents that God gave you will prosper and every good thing that you have coming is actually coming. Just really, you have a hard time believing that's the word you may have a hard time believing that, Hey, this can't happen for you. So again, raise your hand. I am in that club. (laughs) And I am low-key, kind of, sort of, not really a proud member of this club because it doesn't always feel good when you realize that you're comparing yourself or that you ventured out of your lane or that you don't know how to fully believe in yourself and you don't know how to 100% stay the course because you may not, quote unquote, feel like staying the course. And that's the gag. It's not about how you feel. And I can go further and say faith is not a feeling. It's something that you do. You remember those commercials verb is what you do. Faith is what you do. It's a verb. It's not something that comes with a good day or a bad day. It's something that I've had to learn (laughs) or am learning, relearning. That's better. It's a verb that I'm relearning or a space that I am relearning to exist in because I'm going to have my good days and my bad days. And when those days come where I don't feel like recording or creating new art or writing, I have to talk myself out of that and be like, you know what? What is the end goal? What is the point of all of this? And if you don't have a goal or don't have any set of goals, that's a good place to start as well. But before we get into all of that, I was on Instagram last night, you know, just scrolling the gram. I hope your feed is healthy because I am dumping my feed, (laughs) but scrolling the gram and I came across my leak seals Instagram story. And if you know me, you know, I love my leak, like her podcasts got me through all of undergrad. Okay. And of course now as a young adult, I can go back and listen. I was, well, yeah, now as a young adult, I can go back and listen to certain episodes and relate to it more. But anyway, I was on her Instagram story and she has this thing where she does Q&As and someone, I forget what the question was. Actually, let me go find it. Okay, so I found it. And for this Q&A, someone asked, why did you choose Atlanta as your home? And her response was, I was 29 and dating someone who lived here long distance. I got this incredible sense of urgency to take a chance and pursue my personal life over my career. The relationship ended and I stayed here because I could afford, I couldn't afford to move back to LA. The rest is history. Now this next part is what makes the reason for me pulling this up and the reason we're talking about staying in your lane or staying the course, I should say, relevant. She goes on to say, some would say I moved for a guy. I would say God moved me and used the relationship as a catalyst. Listen, 
if you don't have a big sister in your head or a big cousin in your head, get you one because this is mine. (laughs) Because she's so knowledgeable and so open, but this conversation or this story in particular really grabbed on to me because so many times we feel like we have to be perfect and calculated before we make a big move or a big purchase or a big expense or a big life change. When in reality, sometimes we are led to places for other reasons. We may think that we're moving to a new city for a new job, but you could be moving to that city because God has something more in store for you. Or in her case, she thought she was moving here for a long-term relationship when the relationship ended and it ended up her, it ended with her being able to afford to live here and not necessarily afford to live in LA, which God bless y'all who live in LA. It is expensive. I know. And Atlanta is right behind y'all. But at the time she recognized that she could make her big break here and she could use that. We'll say heartbreak or loss of relationship as a way to let me stay here. Let me cope here. But also what else can I do here? What can I try? And trying is really just the start of it. Trying is what gets us to that place where we believe we can succeed at some point. Trying is that step A before you decide you want to jump all the way to plan Z. Trying is the epitome of what makes us great. It doesn't make us perfect. It doesn't mean that the plan is going to make you a million dollars or that it's going to be foolproof. But it means that you are willing to take a leap of faith on what is inside of you. And for everyone, that means something different, right? And I can go on to say that no matter what failure, professionally, relationally, socially, our good God, he is so, so good, is over it all. He can use even the lowest of your lows for his glory in your good. And again, in relation to my leak story, that's how I feel about a lot of the situations that I would have extremely powerful faith in in the past. As I got older, my faith walk has gotten really, really lanky, kind of dry, kind of anxious, kind of moody, just not in the best space because I started to trust myself more than I was trusting the one who made the plan, right? And knowing that Even if I do fail today, even if this does not work, even if this does not take off, even if I have to start over, even if, even if, even if God is still going to make a way for me to be successful in his eyes, it is taking the reins off of what I deem successful and handing it over to him to say, I trust you with this. I can trust him with the big things and I can trust him with the small things. And one thing my therapist reminds me of specifically in our previous, in our most recent session was that these small steps will gain more momentum than me taking giant leaps and missing, um, excuse me, missing out on the things that need my attention. Those small details are so important. These small details may be, or these small wins, I should say, could be Um, listen, I don't know, you, you finally decided to share the art or you finished an illustration that you thought you would never finish, or you started the podcast or you made your first balloon arch for all of my event planning friends, or you wrote one sentence in your journal today because you thought that if you don't write a page or 10 pages, then you're not truly journaling. It starts with what you have. 
And generally what we have when we come into a new situation is not a whole lot. We may have intelligence, we may have smarts, <laughs> but we generally don't have the skill set because we haven't been in the situation long enough to know what skills are needed to obtain said goal. And again, if you're not sure on how to set goals or if you're not sure how goal setting works, I would encourage you to do your research and to figure out what it is that you enjoy doing and then set different pillars of what you consider success to meet certain goals. At some point, it'll turn into, wow, I made this mark. Let me check this off and let me consider that a goal. And like I've mentioned before, goals don't have to be this huge epiphany of a thing, right? Goals can be small steps and small steps are better than no steps. We have to recognize that when we are chasing perfection, we are chasing down nothing. You cannot strive for perfection. It does not exist. The only person who is perfect it was on the cross. So we don't have to sacrifice ourselves for something that was already sacrificed, right? And I know that's easier said than done for my type A people. Hi, me. <laughs> but we really do have to work at slowing down and realizing that perfection is not anything that I'm going to be able to obtain, but I can obtain doing my best. And doing your best, like everything is going to look different. So today your best may be getting out of bed or making your bed or deciding to do your full skincare routine or re-upping on groceries or deciding to eat better or going for a walk or going for a run or connecting with people, trying therapy. Everyone's best looks different and you cannot, well, let me, let me not say cannot. I would encourage you to not beat yourself up because your best doesn't look like what Instagram say your best is. Like I said in another, a previous episode, I can't remember what it is, but like I said in a previous episode, Instagram is not what it seems. You can only do your best by your own standards and by your own merit. And with that comes believing in yourself. So yes, people, small steps, small steps are so important. Small steps are so relevant. And I think that you can obtain some small steps. But back to this conversation on perfection. I see it when I compare what I would or wouldn't do to other people's choices. And oftentimes I use that as an excuse for why I wouldn't even try. Yo, I am the queen of, well, I wouldn't do it like that. So it wasn't done right. Right. Like I say, I'll say that and not like verbatim like that because that's, that's rude, but I'm definitely highly critical of myself and the way of others and the way others move. So if I feel like someone isn't doing anything to my quote unquote standards, then, oh, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it wrong. When I just said about doing things your best, they're doing things to the best of their abilities. And I look at that and I realize like, if I'm super critical of the people around me, then how am I critical of myself? And after some deep thought <laughs> and some deep reflection, it made me realize that I was chasing perfection in the small things. So often we think that, again, chasing perfection is this big display of just a large goal or 
you want the house to be perfect and the chairs to be whatever, like whatever you just, whatever you think perfection is in your mind or however it exists on a large scale generally shows up in other areas of our lives. Very minute, very small, very sneaky in a way it shows up in our habits. And I had a talk with myself before I came to record this episode and I was like, girl, you be out here judging people because they're not doing the they're not doing things the way that you would do it and sis that is a trait of perfectionism and wanting to be right and just having to do things your way i.e stubborn so knowing that and recognizing that and thankful to god that i was able to recognize that shows me that i still have some work to do i still have a lot of compassion to give not only to others but to myself and knowing that recognizing it isn't enough and making the dedication and the commitment I should say to doing the work and doing the hard work and doing what doesn't feel good is the true challenge it's something I've been embarking on for several months and It doesn't feel good. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to fluff it. I'm not going to slide this in here any kind of cool transitional way. It just doesn't feel good because it forces you to address things in you that are less than beautiful or less than pleasing, I should say. Because now you're looking around at yourself. You are looking at the woman in the mirror and you're looking at her reflection and you're like, this is not it. This is not everything that I am meant to be. And even though it feels sucky (laughs) in the moment, that is where the real work starts. This is where the real change begins. This is how you transform your life in a way that is impactful and long lasting. When you look at the hard things, when you look at the dirty work, when you look at things that are just icky to admit that you deal with. And I say that because I'm really working to get to a point where it isn't automatically characterized as failing or flying, but instead the art of trying and that I don't have to fantasize my way into self-doubt because I don't think it's attainable. God has given me so many talents that I've fallen for the trick of not going after what I want because of a lot of screwed up principles that I'm currently unlearning, right? And with unlearning comes a version of trauma that I like to call the trauma of being it it isn't easy existing in between the woman or the girl I should say that you're leaving and venturing into the woman that you are hopeful and you know that you are meant to become being in the middle and being on this bridge and and when I say bridge I mean metaphorically (laughs) taking that crossover into the next step is one of the most trying and difficult things that I think a lot of young adults, especially black young adults, go through. No one talks about how hard it is to maintain relationships when you are in this transformative season or how it really is hard to just try a new drink (laughs) when you're used to the ordinary. Trying and doing and being and existing in this very extraordinary phase of life 
it needs to be a case study. <laughs> it needs to be documented. It needs to have more conversations surrounding it because, again, there's nothing sweet about this. It's It can be beautiful because it is transformative. I think of, like, a butterfly coming out of a cocoon. It is beautiful in that way, like, in that very poetic way. But on the day-to-day, it's up, it's down, it's left, it's right. It's you win in one day and you feel like giving up the next. So <laughs> I say all of that to say that don't be fooled by what you thought would happen. It doesn't mean that it's never going to happen. Those are just benefits of doing the work. You may not have everything tangibly, excuse me, tangibly that you want, but you're doing that inner work. And that is far more rich and far greater and far heartwarming than anything that money can buy or whatever you have on your Pinterest board or getting the wedding of your dreams or moving across country and doing these great expansive things, all which are beautiful moments, but all which require a greater level of yourself another version of yourself i know it's a joke um with fat joe's yesterday's price is not today's price well yesterday's blessings are not today's blessings and yesterday's lessons are not today's lessons we have to continue to move forward to be applicable in our steps to trust god even when it looks like "Mm, you sure to do the things that we were called to do by faith. I hope your week is well. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll see you on the next episode.